Welcome to Signs from Above. This is Lucy B. So have any of you ever dealt with a health crisis? I know none of us have been like perfect health. And if you have, congratulations. But there are times when we just seem to have a little bit of health scare or e- even a family member, right? Uh, so I, I, I do have one right now that I am going through. I live in a state where I've had doctors looked at me and I've been sent to Boston. I have also had another doctor send me to New York. I was able to find Mayo Clinic to finally take me. Uh, they're going to have to do surgery. Um, doctors have called it a life-threatening surgery. So it's a little scary, a uh, little bit. I think I'm okay. <laughs> but I through this it's just been amazing like I was in pain and that's what took me to the emergency room in the first place but these blessings I've actually been able to work I've been able to live my life I I do have pain but it's manageable and I haven't even really had to take Tylenol or ibuprofen all that much it's actually been pretty pretty good to where I can still be a mom and maybe I can't do everything that I want to but I think eventually I maybe I will right (laughs) but I, I, I felt like these blessings that were just kind of poured on me but at the same time I'm like is something really wrong with me I mean I know there's a little bit of pain but it doesn't seem like this life threatening surgery like they're calling it I felt like I should be in bed, laying in bed, but I'm I'm living my life. And it seems crazy and I, I feel like it's in my head. And that started some questions. I I have a friend, her husband has stage four lung cancer, and I was talking to her about this. And I was like, you know, it's so crazy because I I don't feel as sick as they say that I am. Talking to her she stated that her husband, again, stage four lung cancer, a lot worse than what I have. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he is working out every day. He's a, one of those, again, that's living his best life. And my friend stated that he is in better health than she is. He has more energy than what she has. And they both are like, are you as sick as they say that you are? And apparently, they've even kind of had to go back to the doctors. Are you sure? No, it's stage four cancer. But I, I talked to her and I said, you know, I really wonder if it's like these sprinkles from God that's given to you, these blessings that come down. And... I have a couple other friends that they do have cancer as well. I don't, I have a mask. They don't know if it's cancerous. They don't think that it's cancer. So I'm not saying that I'm a cancer, a cancer patient by any means, but I I do have friends that do have cancer. So coming along these people and talking to them all again this week, (laughs) this past week, so another friend, she has breast cancer. This woman, 
is amazing. I talked to her about this podcast. I, I truly want to get her on here. She 100% agreed to do that. But this woman, here she is. She went through chemo, had a mastectomy, and just finished up radiation. So this happened, I mean, since this summer. And weirdly, I'd never heard of somebody starting off with chemo, but they started her off with chemo right away before they actually did the mastectomy. Well, now in January, she has to start chemo and for 42 weeks of chemo after. But this woman, this woman is absolutely amazing, you guys. Oh, she was a a big wig in a corporate company and she was missing her kids' recitals and concerts and sports events and all because she had to go to meetings and she was so busy. Well, with her getting cancer, she was like, uh, no, I'm done. She said that she felt that the reason why she did get cancer was because of all the stress that she had at work. And she is looking at how God has blessed her through this because she was able to quit her job. She is now going to go teach at a college, which was her passion and it has always been her passion. And she's so excited about this. She said, if this cancer wouldn't have happened, she would have never gone to pursue this. And now she is. And so she's so, so, so excited. She got the job. She got the job in the midst of chemo. She got the job. Uh, another blessing on that is her kids, they're elementary aged. They wrote a book. So she has two. She has a third grader and a fifth grader. They wrote this book. The fifth grader wrote the book. The third grader did the illustration on the book. And it was about kids that have a parent that has cancer and how they cope with that. Well, they did this. And then this woman found out about it, this random woman, and she wants to publish the book. (laughs) And So it's like God's blessing that he's even putting over her kids and how excited they are and how he just wraps his arms around them, the whole entire family. And in fact, they're going through such hardship, but I've never in my life seen such a positive family in my entire life. It's what I strive to be. Oh, they... And I I get this, fear is worse than a mental illness. And we talked about that. And that's exactly where they're at. And they're not going to live there. And they're going to take in every moment. And they're going to live every moment to the best that they can. And that's, that's their motor. That's what they're doing. So, oh, you guys, they're just, they're just amazing. So in the midst of this, she sends me this care package with teas and a journal and a book and cards. And she does this. She's just finished up radiation going right into chemo and how she's just blessing everyone around her. And, oh, goodness, you guys. 
I just think all of us, if we could all just be like that, instead of when bad things happen, just getting down and getting sad, which is easy. It can be very, very easy. But if you lean on God and the blessings that he's just going to rain down and pour down on you and your family, you just have to be aware and watch what's going on. It's exactly what I see what's happening in this family. It's almost as if she said she was living day to day until this happened, and now she's truly living her life. But it took this for her to actually live her life. There's another woman that I know, Darlene. She was diagnosed with colon cancer. She ended up making it through, and she still has her battles. And talking to her, she's still dealing with this, right? It's been years. She's still dealing with this. Asked her, hey, how are you doing? Is everything okay? And her response is, I'm okay. She has cancer, you guys. I'm okay. And she points up, points up to the sky. And it says, and says, because he's with me. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. So that. Oh, I love that. And it's it's one of those things where they tell me they don't, all of them, every single one of them this past week have said they don't know how they would do this without, without Jesus, without him. They don't understand. How would it be with someone that has zero faith, zero faith? Yeah, to them, it's, you know, it was like, that's what's going to get you down. That's what's going to hurt. That's what's going to be hard. But you got your faith and you know that he's with you and you see these blessings that are happening to you, surrounding you, that he's there with you. That's what counts, right? So that, that's where I strive. And I know even with me, I, I, I don't have what these people are dealing with. But again, we all have our own, right? So I, I, I have my own health battle that I am going through, but I've not, I take that back. I haven't <laughs> been letting fear rule my life. I haven't. I started out with fear and I wasn't going to live there. No, no, it was not a way to live, but I'm living my life. I'm doing things. I'm going out with my daughter. I'm going out with my husband. I'm going back to see my family. I'm living my best life. And in a way, just like my friend Sarah, the one that is going through the breast cancer, just like her, it, sometimes it takes something hard for you to truly live your life. It takes something hard to really lean upon God and know that he's with you. It takes something hard to grow your faith. It takes something hard to humble you. It takes something hard just to know that he loves you. And I look at this, you know, that's it's one of those, I, I, I know that he puts us here on earth and it's like he allows us to choose, allows us to choose our way. And when the hard things happen, he wants us to lean on him. You turn away, that's not love. That's not love. And so you turn away from him. 
he still loves you, but he's going to honor your wishes. He's going to honor them. So it's up to us because he loves us so much. And when he sh we show him that we trust him and that we're there for him, he's just going to compound that love, right? <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And sometimes it's, again, sometimes it's these sicknesses and to find out to truly what you're, what you're here to do for him and how you're here to truly love others and how you're here to be to help others. And yeah, yeah, go back to that. I don't know if you've I've heard that. She's Joni and she was paralyzed. She has the, a nonprofit called Joni and Friends, but she has that nonprofit. Well, that's the nonprofit, but she was actually paralyzed. And the talent that she has is obviously bringing Jesus, um, bringing people to Jesus. But the woman, oh my goodness. So she paints with her mouth, and these paintings are unreal, unreal. But she was paralyzed, and a lot of, I mean, it, it was like paralyzed from basically the neck down. But, but the thing is, is she wouldn't have been able to do what she's doing if it hadn't been for this hard thing that she has gone through. And so... To me, guys, I, I always know that we need to to trust him, to trust him. So I didn't even get a Bible verse today, you guys. So, <laughs> so let's just go with, with John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Reason I think of this verse is because what Jesus went through. It wasn't easy. He went some really hard times. People that were constantly persecuting him to where they persecuted him in death, in a hard death. So terrible that he bled. His tears were blood. Tears were blood. So what I'm saying is that, again, let's go back to the verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever should believe in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And that's what we need to remember because we're here temporary. This is our rental, our home's there. Let's do the best that we can while we're here. Um, not care what people think, not put our treasures here on earth because none of those treasures we're going to take with us. It's all up there. It's all up there with him. Everything's going to be perfect. No more pain. No more suffering. Nothing. This world is so imperfect. So imperfect. And our bodies are meant to not live forever. They're meant to perish. So you could say God is, God is unjust. God is cruel. But that's what the it is. We're not meant to be here. So our bodies have to die and get our heavenly bodies to heaven. So we're all going to end up dying. We just don't know when. But we've got to trust him. We've got to trust him because this this lifetime is literally a blink. I look at <laughs> from the time my daughter was even born till now and how fast that went. And so honor him, honor him, honor him. And he was going to be there for us. So thank you for listening and I hope 
to see you next week. Goodbye.